All right, today I am really excited to have a special guest with us, Heather Wells. Uh, the, the story that Heather has to share with you is phenomenal. And uh, I'm gonna try and let her tell as much of that story as possible. But Heather, I believe you just got home from a 10 day vacation in Hawaii. Yes. Um, provided by your business. And yes. let's just back up, uh, I don't know how many years, five, 10 years uh, ago. Mm -hmm. Would that have been possible in your life then uh, to, be able to, to be able to provide for yourself a 10 day vacation? Absolutely not. No, no way. No, no way, Jose. No way. Right? So, Never. so let's just jump right into that story then. Um, yeah. you know, back, back up as many years as you would like. You, oh, let's just start as well with you are currently a single mom uh, mm -hmm. providing for your family with mm -hmm. this business that you created out of thin air, which I think is amazing. Uh, <laughs> and it's providing you this 10, 10 day vacation in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. uh, but let's back up a few years, um, maybe kind of the low point. Where were you and mm -hmm. what were your thoughts at that point? Yeah. So, um, so first, thank you for having me on because, you know, absolutely. I absolutely adore you. Um, so, yeah. So I'd say probably we'd have to go back. I mean, if we went all the way back to before I was a single mom. So I actually am a single mom of three and my oldest, uh, I have twin 21 year old boys. So it would be a little while back. <laughs> um, and uh, I've been a single mom for the entirety of this time. And um, it was a struggle for a lot of years. I'd say about eight years, I was um, on and off government assistance, mostly on, um, simply because I had two children at the time and then had a third seven years later. Um, and the cost of childcare for those kids was more expensive than my rent. And so as a single parent, and I wasn't getting any child support, um, I was, I, I basically had to get on government assistance in order to work a full-time job. So I was one of the people who I'm not sitting there just, you know, lazing around on the couch, eating candy and watching soap operas. I worked a full-time job, but I couldn't afford the childcare that I needed to work that job. So, um, <clears throat> so I struggled for a really, really long time. And um, it wasn't until, um, and either I would work jobs and um, the biggest issue was that you know, everybody always says, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, work really hard. You know, you can achieve all this stuff, which is, is technically true. However, when I started doing better and I would work really hard and I would do a good job, as soon as I got a pay raise, which is exactly what's supposed to happen, I would make too much money to qualify for the assistance I was on, but not enough money to actually afford childcare. Right. So there's this nice gap that's in there that causes people to just be really stuck. And um, that's where I was for a really long time. And I thought that I was kind of doomed to stay there. And yeah, you are, you're, yeah. you're one of the one of the very few success stories, I think, because yeah. like you say, you you get trapped. And yeah. it's unfortunate. Um, you know, I've got a, a friend just recently who's in a similar situation. Mm -hmm. um, and and yeah, it's like if she makes a little bit more money, which is what mm -hmm. you want to do, then she loses her assistance mm -hmm. and uh, then she's really, really in big trouble, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you, you, you don't somehow... have the childcare you need and then you lose right. your job, right? Yeah. So, so, so somehow you got out of this, which I think yes. is amazing. And I just think too, um, I'm, I'm in awe of you and, and all single parents who do this because 
I I feel the burden of being the sole provider in my family because um, mm -hmm. I am, as you have been. But mm -hmm. I also have support. You know, I right. I have a, a wife who does the other part mm -hmm. of raising a family, and right. I just can't even fathom having to bear the burden of all of the child raising and all the stuff that goes along with that, dealing with teachers and, you know, dance classes and everything else that goes and with all raising the children, <laughs> along, along with being the, the sole provider of the family. I just, mm -hmm. I just, you know, my hat's off to you. It, it's mm -hmm. amazing. So, so you become uh, very passionate about helping yes. other single moms. And we're going to get to mm -hmm. uh, in a minute what you've done there. And you've got mm -hmm. this amazingly successful podcast now with, you know, tons of single moms mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. It's phenomenal what you're doing, but yeah, let's go back to that point. How did yeah. you climb yourself out of that trap? Um, honestly, I just sort of stumbled onto it by accident. So I actually was working as a waitress at a local sports bar because it was the job that I could find that would um, provide me hours while friends or family could watch my kids because I just, that was the only way I could do it. And so um, I actually got fired from that job and spent about a day freaking out. And um, thankfully, it was like right after I had gotten my income tax refund. So it wasn't as bad as it could have been um but i thought to myself so I, yeah i spent a day like you know moping around and having you know my nice little pity party and then the next day i decided okay well i have a background in executive assistant and administrative assistant that's what i had done for years and so i was like well i'm just gonna go and get another job i don't want to go back to waitressing i don't want to have to deal with any of that again um and um, especially because it just, it, there was no benefits, there was just nothing. Like, you know, I, I went back to work two weeks after having a C-section from my, my daughter yeah. because I had to, because I didn't have any paid time off, nothing. So, right. um, yeah, <laughs> my doctor was not pleased, <laughs> but, sure. um, but so anyway, I was like, I really need something like I can't keep doing this. I have mm -hmm. to I have to figure something out. And so I started looking at what jobs were out there. And I was like, OK, this one looks good. It pays, you know, $13 an hour or whatever. And of course, again, this was like, you know, a little while back. So that was pretty decent. Um, and uh, I was like, all right. And so I looked into and I started calling childcare places. And I was thinking to myself, OK, my two boys now are in school like full-time not half-time not half-day kindergarten so it would only be after school so mm -hmm. i might be able to afford this now right sure. i might i might be able to swing it so i called and no it was twenty three hundred dollars a month to put my three kids in child care wow i pay eleven hundred dollars a month in rent right so working a twelve dollar an hour job is not something that's going to provide me the ability to do that yeah. So I decided, look, the only way that I'm ever going to make it is if I work from home. That's like, that's it. I, I have to be able to find a way to bring an in income and not have to worry about childcare. Mm -hmm. So I just sat down and opened my computer up and just started researching and found, you know, a bunch of scams and all the stuff that's out there, you know, and then everybody, uh, you know, pushing the multi-level marketing stuff on me and like all that stuff. I'm like, no, right. I am not that person. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I decided I, I found something and it was uh, an article about being a virtual assistant. And I was like, Oh, what is that? I had never heard of that. 
And so I just started reading and I was like, oh, I can, I can totally do that. I can do and be an administrative assistant from home. And so I just dove in and learned as much as I possibly could about it. And that day, um, started a profile on, it was called Elance back then. It's Upwork yep. now. <laughs> um, so I started a profile. I put all my experience in there. I took the little tests. I did all in one day. I was like, I'm going to make this happen. Like, I got to figure yeah. this out. And if I can work from home and make money, score, right? <laughs> like, that's <laughs> perfect. And I got a couple of clients and it definitely was a struggle for a while because you're brand new. And so I didn't have yeah. a full-time income. So yeah. I was still on government assistance and I worked something out with my landlord who was very sweet. He didn't kick me out. Thank God. Um, but it took me a minute, but then I realized I'm not limited by my location. I'm not limited by my transportation. I'm not limited by daycare. I'm not limited by anything. Yeah. So I started picking up like, I'm like, I don't only have to work for this one client. I can pick up all these other clients yeah, and I can do all this work for all these people and not a single one of them lived where I lived. Mm -hmm. So it was like this amazing, like, I didn't know how more people didn't know about this. I was like, <laughs> how do people not know that this is an option? <laughs> Cause this would have saved me for years. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's what I decided to do. And I built my VA business and had multiple clients. And then one of my clients had this software called Infusionsoft that I had never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know what it did, but he's like, yeah, I want you to enter all these business cards into Infusionsoft. And I was like, Infusion, what? <laughs> and he showed it to me and I became one of those weirdos who was like, Ooh, I really like how this thing works. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and just decided to learn as much as I could about it and then built a consulting business around that. That's awesome. Yeah. So at what point were you able to get off of government assistance, kind of get out of that trap? You're making enough mm -hmm. money to cover all your expenses and, and without the government assistance, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Six months. So it took six months from the six time months. you first got on to Elance. Mm -hmm. You were able to get enough clients, enough income to replace mm -hmm. all of that. That is amazing. Yep. I mean, I was, it was a tight budget. Like, I'm not going to sure. lie. I mean, it was still, you know, but it was, okay, I don't need this, right? Yeah. So I'm not, like, I'm not going to take it. I don't need it. So yeah. it was the best day ever to be able to. They sent me the paperwork because you get the redetermination things all the time and filled it out. And I was like, you know what? I don't need any of this anymore. The only thing I do need is healthcare, the insurance, but my kids yeah. were covered. So for a long time, I still didn't have insurance, like, mm -hmm. you know, up until, you know, they passed the whole ACA thing, but, um, but at least my kids were covered. So as long as they were covered, that's all I cared about. Right. Yeah. So they still, I had that still, so not totally off, but as far as like no help with rent, no help with food, no help with anything else. So it's amazing. So, yeah. so tell us, tell us what that felt like, you know, to go from so many years of being dependent to now, mm -hmm. like you're making it on your own. Yeah. Um, being able to be self-sufficient is for a single mom, for people who, I mean, I think one of the, the biggest misconceptions that a lot of people have who've never been through the system is that the people who are on assistance are just loving life because they don't, they just get free stuff. Right. And 
I don't think they realize that the majority of us, it's embarrassing. Sure. Like we don't like feeling like, I mean, just imagine you go and you stand in line with a bunch of other people and you have to walk up to the window and say, I need help taking care of my kids because I can't do it by myself. That's mm -hmm. very demeaning. It's, yeah. it's hard and nobody wants to feel that way. Right. So the majority of us are not out here just living off the government because we're lazy. Like I said, I worked a full-time job and knowing that I couldn't support my family with that full-time income was also very frustrating. Sure. Right. So, um, so being able to fill that out and say, I, I don't need this assistance anymore. It felt like a weight got lifted off of me. And I know that sounds really cheesy, but it's true. No, it, it doesn't sound cheesy at all. It sounds real, like the yeah. real massive weight, right? Yeah, because yeah. It, it feels like a weight got lifted and because it was so empowering, mm -hmm. like to feel like I am finally in control of what's going on with my life. Yeah. I'm not, you know, stuck. I was, I'm able to bring myself out of it. And so it was definitely very empowering. It helped my self-esteem. It made me feel better because nobody wants to feel like a drain right. on, on anybody, on the system, on other people. Like for the most part, most people don't want to feel like that. Sure. And like you said, just that, that empowerment, you know, the fact yeah. that you dug yourself out gives you this huge boost of confidence, right? Yeah. I'm curious and to know. I feel like I was in control of my life finally. Like yeah. instead of my life happening to me. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm curious to know what you think the impact has been on your kids. Um, you know, they oh. saw mom uh, in, in, in one stage of life. Now they mm -hmm. see mom in a totally different stage of life. What do you think their views on all of this are and how, how their you know outlook on life has changed? Mm -hmm. So it definitely helped me have a much better relationship with my kids. So being able to work from home and do what I do means that I get to be more present in my kids' lives. Because if, mm -hmm. if you think about it, I was working a full-time job. And when I was putting my kids in daycare, um, it was wake them up early, rush them through breakfast, get them ready, rush myself to get ready, put them in the car, make sure they have all their stuff, whatever drive for however long, 15 minutes, half hour to the daycare, drop them off there, drive to work, sit in rush hour. I so don't miss rush hour. I love that I don't have to deal with rush hour. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, and work your shift, get done at five or six, drive some more, pick them up, rush home, have to worry about dinner, homework, whatever. I got like maybe an hour of quality time with my kids a day where we weren't yeah. having to actively like eat, cook, homework, bath, whatever. Right. Like, sure. So, and you know, God forbid any of them got sick. Mm -hmm. Then I had to call off of work. I got fired from, I don't know how many jobs. I mean, that was the other thing that's part of it too. Um, because I didn't mention it in this. Um, both my boys are special needs kids. So mm -hmm. both my boys are shaken baby survivors. 
and they have traumatic brain injuries. And one of my boys has significant developmental delays. And because of that, I had to leave work a lot. I had to leave early. I had to come in early, had to miss entire days. My son has had to have MRIs, CAT scans, neurologist appointments. I mean, physical therapy, occupational therapy, all the things just to try and live a quote unquote normal life. Right. And I lost multiple jobs because of the fact that I, they're like, you know, we like you, you do a good job, but we need somebody who can actually be here. Right. And so that was hard. If my kids were sick, you know, and that's another hard part for single moms. You know, you see people all the time. They're like, don't send your kids to sick to school sick. But if you you don't have like, what else am I supposed to do? I'm going to lose my job. Right. If I, if I don't go, a lot of times would would get fired, right? So it's so difficult because you have to make those decisions. And um, now working from home, if they're sick, I'm still working, right? But I'm here and I'm taking care of them, right? I can't tell you how many times we spent days at children's hospital for neurology exams. My son, you know, he has seizures. So we have to stay overnight sometimes for those, you know, the EET, EEGs where they put all the mm-hmm. wires on their head, right? And he has to do a sleep study and things like that. I take my laptop and I'm able to be there in that room with him and still work and make sure that I'm present for him. Right. So it has improved my relationship with my children a million times over. I was able to volunteer at school. I never did that. I never was able to do that. (laughs) They would send, they would hand out the stuff. And I'm like, you don't hand that to me because I can't come. Like, I can't volunteer. I can't give you any of my time. I don't have any time to give. Sure. And so, um, yeah, it just made it so much better. And then from their perspective, it definitely changed things because, I mean, I'm not going to say I've never, you know, I've spent so much like stress free. Of course I have stress, but. Um, I'm not as stressed. Sure. Stress level went down. My happiness went up. Right. Um, I'm just a much better parent for them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't have so much that I have to worry about. Sure. I think it's such a good example of, um, what Clay Mask always talks about with regards to, to entrepreneurship and the way entrepreneurship you know, benefit society in general, you know, look, oh, at, yeah. look, at, look at you now with control over your life, being a better parent, uh, a better member of society, you're, you know, volunteering mm-hmm. at school and doing all this kind of stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. Yeah. So it, it seems to me like you've made uh, at least two major transitions. One was out of, um, you know, out of the trap, we'll call it into working, um, working from home. But mm-hmm. in that situation, you're still basically, you know, other people's slaves, right? All of your clients, they're like, Hey, do this, do this, do yep. this. And you're, you're just kind of scrambling to do all the work that they mm-hmm. need, but that got you out of the trap. But mm-hmm. then you've made another shift since then into, uh, you mentioned a minute ago, your own consulting business around keep mm-hmm. and, and related things. Mm-hmm. So tell us what that transition has been like and what you're doing now. Yeah. So, um, it was definitely, uh, ironically, it was the client who introduced me to Keith, who ended up being the worst of the <laughs> clients that I had. Right. Um, 
and the most demanding and, and, and helped me realize, okay, I, uh, yeah, this is not, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't, I, I had to really sort of have like a shift, a mind shift. Right. And I think that's part of the, the biggest transition that I notice about from this journey mm -hmm. is that becoming an entrepreneur starting my business working from home it really took me down that path of recognizing how sort of tunnel visioned i became sort of like like just that idea of i'm a single mom this is my lot in life i'm gonna struggle there is no other way mm -hmm. right just that and becoming an entrepreneur and doing what i did has helped me open up my mind to the possibility of like, oh, well, if this isn't going to work for me, let me figure out a different way to make that happen. Right. Yeah. Instead of just being like, oh, this sucks. I'm stuck. Sure. <laughs> and um, so when it came down to that type of business, like you said, where you're kind of a slave to other people and things like that, um, having that one client, especially where I was like, you know what, I, um, I didn't get into business for myself to work for jerks. So, um, we're not going to do that. He, and just that thought process of, and having people around me, like you and other people that I've been introduced to in this journey, look at me and go, uh, no, why are you doing that? Like, <laughs> don't do that. And that's right? so hard at first, so hard to let yeah. go at first, right? Because that's your income. Like, I can't, I can't fire this client oh, because he was my biggest my client, bills, right? Yeah, he was yeah. my biggest client. He was my yeah. biggest paycheck. Mm -hmm. And telling him, no, I'm not going to work for you anymore was so scary. Yeah, right. Sure. But then I had, you know, people like you and like Sam Bennett, right? And she's looked at me and she's like, let him go and triple your prices. I was like, what? Yep. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, you want me to charge how much? Yeah. Right. And she's like, yeah, do it. It's like, no. And she's like, people will pay you that much money. You know yeah. what you're doing. You're undercharging. Mm -hmm. And just the thought of like, again, how freeing is it to think to yourself, I can decide how much I make? Mm -hmm. Like what? <laughs> and you're, and you're not used to that. You're not used no. to that, right? Because in, in the trap, Mm -hmm. You're given a certain amount of money de de defined mm -hmm. by the government and you can only make mm -hmm. a certain amount of money yep. based on the hourly wages that are out there. So that's yep. then then you tie your your own value to that. Well, I'm mm -hmm. only worth ten dollars an hour mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. And so then to be able to go and say, wait, I can charge people thirty dollars an yeah. hour, forty dollars, fifty dollars. What? I can just what? do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I literally had to go to an employer at one point during that time and say, I am going to ask you a question that you've probably never been asked. And he said, what? I said, I need you to pay me less. Hmm. He's like, I'm sorry, but I was yeah. like, yeah. He goes, yeah, I've never had anybody come in and ask me to lower their income. I'm like, I have yeah. to, otherwise I have to quit my job right. because they're going to take away my daycare assistance hmm. if I keep making the money that I'm making right now. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And so, um, and I'm like, in the, or if you want, you can give me a $15,000 a year raise. I mean, I'll take that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, no, I can't, can't do that. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's one or the other because yeah. <laughs> in the middle of that, I can't afford my daycare. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, so it definitely helped me, you know, expand my, my thought process and, make that shift to go, okay, I, I really don't want to 
you know, have this huge task list of these minuscule tasks and things like that. I really want to focus on sort of more of the big picture. I want to do, I stopped doing VA work completely. And Mm -hmm. I told my clients, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm, I'm shifting over to this. Um, And so that was scary too, because that was everybody. Like I had a couple of clients who were like keep clients. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I was doing keep work for them, but the rest of my client base was VA work. Yeah. And so I literally was like reinventing my business again and saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this and I'm going to go all in. And it was the most amazing shift because I was like, okay, instead of working for 10 people doing all this stuff and making this much money, I changed what I charge and I work in this specialty now Mm -hmm. and I'm making the same amount of money, if not more working for four people. Yeah. That's great. Right. So it was so much better. And that just gave me even more confidence and more just thoughts of like, Oh my gosh, I'm doing this. I'm not, because even when I was a VA, I still had the like employee mentality. Sure. Right? I'm still an employee. Well, yeah, because I'm you're just, getting, you're getting tasks from someone else. Right. right. Exactly. So. Exactly. So, yeah. so yeah. So now it's more of a, I have the higher, you know, the 50 foot version of what I'm looking to do and how I help my clients and I do the big picture stuff. And now I'm, you know, having other people who were like me do that work for me. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so the majority of the people who are listening to the I Love Keep podcast are Keep customers. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what you're doing for your clients. Like, what are the without getting too deep into the weeds of Keep, but more the benefits for your clients. Yeah. Like, what are they? What are they getting out of hiring you? What are they getting out of Keep? You know, what, oh. share, share with us what what the benefits are for them. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, among the, I mean, other than just the benefits of having a system that helps you automate your business and your processes, like that just (laughs) saves you so much. Um, So working with me, so the majority of uh, my clientele right now, I'm shifting into actually helping my clients build out membership sites and online course portals. And so Um, The benefits of those is a lot of people who get into business, whether it's coaching or, you know, whatever it is that they're offering people, you know, depending on, I mean, I I honestly believe that almost any business can create an online course, to be honest. I mean, even a brick and mortar store, a mechanic, you know, here's how you change your oil, right? Here's a 101 (laughs) course for new car owners, right? Give this to your teenagers so they know what to do with their car that you're going to give them or whatever. (laughs) I truly believe that anybody can put their knowledge online and make money from it, but it gives my my clients the, the ability to put their knowledge out there where they don't have to physically provide it all the time. It frees up their time so that they can put what they know out there. People pay for it, whether from a one-time course or a monthly membership fee where they get recurring monthly revenue, but it's just there, it's out there in the universe, and then they can take their time and focus it on their specialty or their higher-end clients or charge more for their one-on-one services. It just offers a whole new uh, level of revenue for them. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So um, let, let's talk a little bit about what you're doing now uh, to kind of give back to 
the single mom community. Um, let, let's start yeah. with your uh, with your podcast. Um, yeah. How many listeners do you have now on your 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 podcast, and what's it called? Um, so the podcast, it's it's super hard to remember. It's called the Single Mom Podcast. Um, <laughs> real easy to find. Uh, and right now, um, so this month so far, it's a little slower this month because I went on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> So I uh, I missed an episode this week because I was like, nah, I'm not going to record an episode while I'm in Hawaii. Um, so, but it, anywhere from 6,000 to 12,000 downloads uh, a month right yeah. now. So pretty decent. That's, not too that's bad. A, that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> so, um, so you've got this podcast, Single Mom mm -hmm. Podcast. You got thousands mm -hmm. of, of listeners and downloads. Yeah. Um, what are you discussing? What's the whole purpose of the podcast? So the podcast is basically, um, being a single mom, well, being a single parent, it's not just single moms, but I, you know, speak what, you know, I can't really speak to single dads, but any parent can come on and listen to it. But I obviously, uh, direct it towards single moms, but, um, being a single parent can be very isolating and mm -hmm. you are often, you know, feeling the struggle and feeling like you're doing it alone. And there's so many of us out there um, that I wanted to put something out so that the single moms would have some inspiration, some humor, some support. And, you know, my episodes vary. It kind of depends on, you know, what's going on in the world, what's going on in my life. But always the intent is to try and inspire and help and just make people feel like there's a voice out there and other people who go through it and they're going through it the same as they are. Right. Um, and really to help people who, you know, cause I'm getting towards the end of my journey. Right. And there's so many out there who are just starting and mm -hmm. feeling defeated and hopeless and the struggle that I went through. And so I want to make sure that they know that, you know, you don't have to have that tunnel vision. You don't have to sit here and go, this is my life. It sucks. I have to struggle. It's, it's not. Yeah. That's awesome. You're yeah. also, um, about to launch or maybe you've already launched a course for single moms. What's that all about? Not yet. So not yet. <laughs> I decided, uh, not yet. I told you that it was the first of July. I gave you a date. I figured you would harass me about that. Um, so it's actually, I, I was originally going to be focused on single moms, but then I, I started talking to people and single moms are obviously, like I said, my passion, but I have so many friends and people that I know who are in two parent households mm -hmm. where one of the parents is working a full-time job and the majority of their check goes to pay for their childcare. And then they pay maybe one or two bills with what's left. Yeah. And the idea of that just kills me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're working a full-time job pretty much just to pay for you to work that full-time job. Right. Like it's literally what you're doing. Yeah. And um, or the families where one works days and one works nights and they do that. So they don't have to have childcare, but they never see each other. Right. Yeah. Those types of things. So I decided that I was going to just dedicate it to moms. Right. So okay. I'm launching uh, the smallbusinessmom.com, which mm -hmm. is going to be live on the first, as long as Amazing. everything goes exactly the way mm -hmm. I want it to. <laughs> um, and that's going to be an online course and or, and or membership service where, um, moms can come and figure out how to start their own businesses, um, working from home. Um, or if they already have a business, how they can grow their business. Right. So I didn't want to just limit it to, cause a lot of moms have 
side hustles, right? Yeah. They've got Etsy stores or they've got, right. And they're really just doing it. Oh, I just want to earn a little extra cash, but they don't realize that they could potentially make that their main source of revenue. Sure. Right. There's sure. so much you could do. And so, but they just don't know the tools or the resources or how they could possibly do it. So how do you start a business? How do you grow a business? How do you scale a business? And so there's going to be all sorts of information there, not just for me, but from other, other resources. Cause I don't know all the things. I don't want to learn all the things. <laughs> um, so I'm going to also, I have other great, amazing people that I'm tapping to also contribute their knowledge to that. Yeah, this is great. I mean, you're essentially, you're providing the roadmap to get out of the mm -hmm. trap that you were in, whether that trap yeah. is government assistance or it's the trap of, oh, we've got a second job to cover all of the, just so that I can have a second mm -hmm. job, right? Yeah, <laughs> or, exactly. Or, or we're working nights and days and mm -hmm. we want to get back on the same schedule. Like whatever trap you're in mm -hmm. uh, as a mom, you're providing the way out. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So That's the goal. So good. Tell me, um, tell me about how you use keep and how you're able to do all of these things, um, still being a single mom and you've got all these things now, right? You've got yeah. the, the podcast, you've got your, uh, mm -hmm. consulting business. You've got the yep. single mom or no, not single mom, the small, business small business mom, mom small mm -hmm. business mom product that yeah. you're launching. Uh, yeah. you've got a lot going on now. And, yeah. uh, I, unless I'm mistaken, I don't think you have a whole lot of employees. Most of this is you. No. So how are you, how are you leveraging keep to be able to do all this stuff? So obviously the online course and membership site is, is going to be, uh, you know, a connected to keep. So it's connecting keep and Memberium and learn dash and all the fun little techie things. And so, um, basically building out a system where people can, you know, download the free resources, find the, you know, obviously the planners and the checklists and all the various different lead magnets that, you know, I'm going to have where it leads them into the funnel where they could potentially sign up to become a member or purchase a course. Um, for my podcast, I have it set up where if people want to be a guest, there's a form they fill out. It walks them through the process. It helps schedule the time. I mean, everything's automated with the exception of meeting with me to make sure it's a good fit and then actually recording the podcast, but then everything else is just automated. So, um, you know, I, I have somebody who does help me with actually editing my podcast, which I can do, but it saves me time to have them do it for me. So I was yeah. able to get to a point where I could hire somebody to do that for me. And then I also have someone who I hired as a consultant to do my social media graphics and things like that. So, um, but yeah, I basically just utilize the heck out of my automation as much as possible so that I don't have to physically worry about things that I don't need to do, right? Yeah. Like I, I don't need to email somebody and say, Hey, let's set up a time to chat and, and, you know, record the podcast. I'd much rather just send them the link yeah. in an email that automatically goes out from keep and says, here, book this in my calendar, pick a time that works for you. Yeah. And then it just goes in my calendar. So it just saves me all that time and effort. And to be honest, 99.9% .9 of the time I'm a walking hot mess. So I'll forget things. <laughs> and like I got three kids. I got four dogs. I got businesses. Yeah. I, so I automate as much as I possibly can. <laughs> uh, it, it's great. It's a perfect example of, um, you know, utilizing keep. I believe that when people really learn to utilize keep, mm -hmm. they can make more money in less time. That's kind of the, the oh, ultimate sure. equation, right? And, oh, and yeah. uh, we're seeing that with you, you know, you were putting in all your time as a VA before, 
-hmm. and it's time for money exchange, right? Mm -hmm. Then you realize, oh, wait, I can get out of that game, be my own boss and um, mm -hmm. do consulting business, which you could charge a lot more, but it's still money for time. Yeah. Now you're getting to that next step of keep evolution mm -hmm. where you're mm -hmm. creating products and things that can make you money without your time. Yep. You know, whether that's through the podcast or your new course and all that kind of stuff. And then with your consulting business, you can just take on as many or as few clients as you want. You know, if you want to have a, exactly. a slower time, you reduce your client mm -hmm. work. And if you want to make mm -hmm. a little more money, increase your client work. And you've got some the ability to kind of manage that how you want. If you want to go on vacation to Hawaii for 10 days, I can do yep. that. You know, <laughs> it's super cool. Just the, the freedom that you've created for your own life, uh, mm -hmm. you know, leveraging keep is just phenomenal. Yeah. And it's been amazing because all of that stuff happens regardless of whether I'm on vacation or whether I'm at school at my daughter's parent teacher conferences, you know, yeah. so like just knowing that everything's still running okay and I'm able to just manage my life. And as a single mom, anywhere I can get back time is super helpful. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. So. Heather, it's been a pleasure to have you on. It, I'm so excited for the success that you're having. <laughs> and you and I have talked a bunch. I know the success that's yeah. coming too. So I'm super amped so for, for that. Um, tell people who are listening where they can find you, whether they are looking for uh, keep consulting mm -hmm. and help there, or whether they're a mom who needs some help and direction on how to get on this path. Where do they find you? Yeah. So uh, for the Keep Consulting or the online membership courses and such, you can go to inspiredmarketingservices.com. That's the main website and you'll see all the services and things that I offer there. And then uh, for the moms who are interested in the small business mom, like I said, that's not launched yet, but there is a coming soon page with a form on it. And if you fill that out, you'll get notified when it does launch. And then you can come check out all the awesomeness that's going to be there too. So is that smallbusinessmom.com? It is the smallbusinessmom.com. So the small the, business mom. The smallbusinessmom.com. Yes. Yes. Amazing. All right, Heather, thank you so much. And to anyone listening, connect with Heather. She's amazing. She actually used to be part of the Box Out team. Yep. Uh, we, we love Heather Wells. And, uh, <laughs> thank you, Tyler. Thank you.